Assalamu alaikum. This is a podcast by Case Robertson and Arthur Tanaka about the Christchurch mosque attacks. They have thoroughly researched this topic and hoping a high standard of work. First of all, they have submitted some open questions to answer. Our first question is, what are the details of the Alman mosque attack? Well, Case, there are some intriguing topics in this question. Many, in fact. For example, the gunman was an Australian white supremacist named Bretton Terry. He murdered 51 and injured 49 people at the mosque, all, I, all while he was streaming the massacre on Facebook, which Facebook took down after 17 minutes. Here is some very quick response. Yeah, he had done his research and found out the biggest gathering of people was on a Friday prayer, where his victims were attacked. Of course, he ended up getting arrested and had to be sentenced. The, te- the sentencing of the gunman Bretton Terry is life without parole, Parole is where you can pay to get out, but in this case, you cannot have parole. Life without parole is the most powerful legal sentencing in New Zealand. Although if execution was a legal sentencing, then I would assume that would likely be it. I would assume so too. Did you know that he acquired his guns illegally and modified them illegally? No, actually. Can you tell me more? Of course. Stricter gun laws were later enforced, but in the past, guns could easily be obtained. As long as you didn't have criminal, mental, or drug issues, and of course, a suitable storage system, you had to be deemed trustworthy by New Zealand police, then issued a license. This is what made it easy for Brenton Terry to come to New Zealand and seem like a sane person, then easily obtain a firearm license in his first three months of entering New Zealand. Has that changed at all after the attack? Yep. Nowadays, people must wait one year after entering New Zealand to own a gun. Though people entering New Zealand uh, on a visitor's visa can rent or hire a gun. If you possess a firearm without a license or a valid license, there is a one-year imprisonment penalty and a $15,000 fine. Not only have the fines and the punishments changed, but the guns that are actually legal have changed too. Short semi-automatic guns are no longer legal. So are bump fire and assault rifles. A person's first gun license now only lasts for five years instead of the original 10 years. I think it is a much more rational decision. I agree. In the future, I hope the guns can only be accessed for legitimate and legal purposes. These may include hunting, police, army, agriculture, sports, theatrics, and personal collection. I also hope the guns are no longer used for personal protection and self-defense as well as crime-related use. I think it is a mutual opinion between us, Arthur. This thing is clearly impacting the Zealand gun laws and an after-effect as the nation is a safer place. Case, would it be okay if I asked you something? But would that be, Arthur? Why do you think the crime was committed? Well, the gunman Brenton Terrence is a person who believes in white supremacy. He committed the crimes because he considers white people to be superior over other races and ethnicities. He believes that all of them are inferior and less or wrong. Personally, I believe we are all equal, no matter your religion, religion slash ethnicity, although there are people with different beliefs, like the person I just mentioned, Brenton Tarrant, because he believes that what he does so strongly, he tries to implement his ideals on our nation first attack which I don't agree with very well, if at all.
Wow, Case, that really just shows the strength of New Zealand as a community. I agree. I wonder what impact this had on our nation. The impact on New Zealand from this attack is sorrowful without a doubt. It's one of the worst killings in our history. Many lives were lost and they are remembered. At the time, it affected how we thought New Zealand was. A peaceful, non-violent country, right? But in that development, many flaws were exposed. It will affect how communities are viewed, along with ways to ensure that in the future we can keep these communities safe and welcoming. I remember how everyone in New Zealand gathered in their communities to have a minute of silence for the victims. The flags were at half rate for a rig and stuff at the top as useful. I'm pretty confident we are all in shock after the attack, but for a very long time, we had thought that we were invulnerable, but in reality, we had major flaws in the laws regarding the use of firearms and why this terrorism happened. I know, I was in shock, and also the victims of the attack. The many brave souls in the mosque at the time that attempted to stop the gunmen and save other people, they will be remembered as heroes in our hearts. We think French and Tan will only be ever and knowledge is the character behind the scans. Thank you for listening. Nice to know.